Hi, everybody. Travis Demers here with you, and it's time for another edition of the Section 113 podcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, this podcast is going to be a little different than normal. Um, if you haven't listened before, most of the time it's a, a game preview of whatever game is coming up next. We'll either talk to a Blazers player or coach, somebody who covers the team, or a broadcaster from an opposing team, and just kind of dive in quite a bit into the next opponent. And we call it Section 113 because we broadcast the games from our radio position in Section 113. Today, I, I can't do that. I Yes, of course, the next game is important, and the game after that matters, but today, what matters more than anything is remembering the voice of Rip City, the voice of the Trailblazers, Bill Shonley. There are many influential and important people that are responsible for the Trailblazers existing, responsible for our fandom, responsible for the way that the city of Portland and the surrounding areas love the Trailblazers. But I don't know if there is anybody that has been more important to more people in Rip City than Bill Shonley. And to be honest, I think it would be hard-pressed to find anybody that has been more important to more people in this city in terms of the basketball team than, than Bill Shonley. It's because of him that we call Portland Rip City. There really is nothing that I can do to give Bill Shonley the justice that he deserves and say the right things. I am beyond lucky to sit in the chair that used to and always will belong to him. And if people you know, introduce me or refer to me as the voice of the Trailblazers, and that's, that's a standard thing. Right, Whoever the radio broadcaster is of whatever team, they'll call them the voice of. I won't accept that. I am the current radio voice of the Trailblazers, but Bill Shonley will always be the voice of the Trailblazers. I got to know him pretty well towards the end of his life and in the, the five years that I've been really involved with the team. I've covered the team for 20 years, but I've worked for the team for five and today, I wanted to play the conversation that I had with him on the day he was honored on April 10th last year, the last game of the season before he retired from being an ambassador to the team. It was the last recorded conversation that I ever had with him, and it was special, and I felt special talking to him that night and getting that time from him on his night. So I want to play that, and I'm going to finish this podcast today with that conversation. It's about four or five minutes. Um, but I also wanted to share a couple of my stories about Bill Shonley. Everybody has one, whether it was something that you heard him say or the feeling that you got listening to him on the radio when, when you were a kid or listening to the game with your family, your parents, your grandparents, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, whoever it might have been. I've seen on social media in just the last few hours – how many people credit their fandom and their love of the Trailblazers to Bill Shonley and to his voice. And his words have been echoed so many times, not just Rip City, but all of the other things. You've got to make your free throws. I think about that every single game. Bingo, bango, bongo, lickety brindle up the middle. All of the things that Bill Shonley used to say that have become part of Trailblazers fans' vernacular. And the reason why some people are fans the way that they have been. There have been many Hall of Fame broadcasters. There have been a number of Hall of Fame broadcasters that have occupied the same chair as Bill Shonley with the Trailblazers. 
but there is a reason why his name and microphone hangs in the rafters at Moda Center. He is a legend. He is the legend. And one of the most important voices in NBA history. For me, sitting in that chair for the first time was overwhelming because I know how important the radio broadcaster is to the Trailblazers. And it's a very different position now. There used to be no TV, and then not every game was televised. So Bill Shonley was the only way that people could consume Blazer games if they weren't at the game themselves, if it wasn't a nationally televised game, which a lot of them were tape delayed and things like that. So the radio position has has evolved. And when Bill Shonley held that position from the inception of the team in 1970 through 1998, it was special. And the connection that Blazers fans had with him was special and very unique. And the connection that the Blazers in general have with the the fans is very unique. But for me personally, when I sat in that chair for the first time, it was October 13th, 2017, and I was filling in. It was supposed to be a one-game fill-in for a preseason game against Maccabi Haifa. And I get a call the day before from the director of broadcasting, Jeff Curtin, saying, hey, we, we need you to fill in tomorrow night doing the Blazers game on the radio. And I'm thinking, I'm sorry, what? You want me to do what? Yeah, of course. So I I see this as this is this is my chance. I've done play-by-play for years, but this this is big time. I have to call a Blazers game, even though it's a preseason game and it's against Maccabi Haifa. So I get to the game. And we do the pregame, Jay Allen and I, and I go down to my broadcast location in section 113 and I sit next to Michael Holton. And this is maybe 15 minutes or so before air. And I am just, I'm freaking out inside. I don't think I've ever been this nervous for a broadcast in my life. It just, it feels different. Everything about it is different, even though I've been on the air so many times in in my career. So I, I needed to, I needed to just get out of there or else I was going to jump out of my skin. So I went down to the media room just to grab something to drink, and I'm making a cup of tea, and all of a sudden I feel this this tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and it's Bill Shonley, and he puts his right hand on my left shoulder, and he or his left hand on my right shoulder, excuse me, and he sticks out his right hand to shake my hand, and it was it was a long handshake, and he doesn't say anything at first, and then he just looks at me and says, "You're gonna do great." And that calmed me down. It it really genuinely calmed me down. And I I treated that game like it was game seven of the NBA Finals. And, you know, here I am, you know, five and a half years later, and I get to do this job every day. I don't know that my nerves would have ever calmed down properly if it wasn't for Bill Shonley going out of his way to come say something to me. And, of course, I saw him at Blazer Games many, many, many times over the years before that, but I was, I was intimidated to go talk to him. I never really did. After that, he sought me out, and I would see him at games, and we would he would have something to say about the team. And it was always about the team. First, he would ask me how I was, and then he would say something about the team. Um, the conversations that we had, were they were never deep. They were always surface conversations about basketball. They were always brief. But I could tell that he cared about me and he cared about the job that was being done in that chair because it was very, very important to him. And one thing that has made me feel as special as 
anything ever has in my personal or professional life. Not long ago, a couple months ago, Rich Patterson, the captain, the the Trailblazers network producer who has been there forever since Bill Shonley was doing the games, and he's very close to Bill Shonley. He said to me, he came into the, the studio a couple months ago, and he said, hey, now, you know how protective Bill Shonley is of the phrase Rip City? And I said, yeah, of course. He said, he wanted me to tell you that you have permission to say Rip City during the game. And not just when I say it's a Rip City winner or something like that. Like, on a big play, I can just say Rip City. And I was honored, but out of respect, I still wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because that's his phrase. Well, I can guarantee you at the first basket on Sunday against the Lakers, I'm going to say it in his tribute. I'm going to do everything that I can to tribute Bill Shonley the best way that I can. And that's a really hard thing to do because it's impossible to do it correctly. It, it truly is. Those are just a couple of things that I wanted to share about Bill Shonley. And I, c- I could go on and on. And so many others can't too. And I was fortunate to have the relationship with him that I did. It was at the very tail end of his magnificent life, the last five, six years. And I encourage you, if if you're younger, if you haven't had the chance to listen to Bill Shonley or read much about him or hear much about him, just go look at the things that people are saying about him today. Because they're they're incredible. They They truly are. I have never met anyone who said anything bad about him or negative about him. It's all been positive and it's very, very deserving. You know, we, we say so many times that, you know, we, we wait too long and we don't honor people until they have passed. That's why I'm so glad that last year, the last game of the season against Utah, he had his moment at halftime and he got to hear the cheers and be the center of attention because he does not like talking about himself. I've interviewed him a number of times over the years, um, whether it be about basketball, whether it be the morning that we found out Kevin Duckworth had passed away, or the day that we found out Jerome Kersey had passed away. He won't talk about himself, and he loves the players that he broadcast for and the folks that he has interacted with and become friends with over the years. So I'm really happy that he was able to feel that from Blazer fans on that night at Moda Center because he absolutely deserved to hear that for himself, not just to have people say nice things about him after he passes. So here is my conversation from that night. Thank you for everything, Bill. And I'm pretty sure that's the first time I've ever called him Bill. I've only addressed him as Mr. Shonley. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being a mentor and a friend and the kindness that you showed me. I love you for it. I'll never forget you for it. And you will live on forever in Rip City. Here's my final conversation that was recorded with Bill Shonley, April 10th of 2022. Thank you, Jay. I am here with the one and only true voice of Rip City. That is Mr. Bill Shonley. It's a pleasure to have the chance to talk to you once again, Bill. And you know, your, your retirement tonight there. I'm sure a lot of emotions that, that come in 52 years part of this organization. What stands out? Well, that's a tough question to answer. I have my doubts at times that I was either going to continue on with the organization, and I could have, but my health is deteriorating a little bit, and I have to take, take care of that. 
I wanted to spend uh, a lot of more time with my wife, Dottie. And it was just uh, the thing to do. It was time to do it. And I finally made that decision. And this night tonight, uh, so far, uh, the game hasn't begun yet. And we, I'd like them to win the game. I, I suppose like that. I, I, I don't know if they're going to be wearing their Rip City uniforms or not. But I, ho- I hope so. And win one for the Shines, if you don't mind. Make me feel a heck of a lot better. Well, they are indeed wearing the Rip City jerseys tonight. Um, yeah. So what I know about you, you don't like to talk about Bill Shonley. And any time that I've, I've tried to get you to do an interview that's about Bill Shonley, you don't want to do it. You want to talk about the team, about the players, about the things that you've experienced, but never about you. Tonight is about you. So are, are you able to take that all in, that, that this game and this night is, is recognizing you and deservedly so? Well, so far it's been amazing just walking into the building and everybody coming up to me and having a press conference you know in the press room me i normally sat out where where, where the rest of you were and i'm up there like chauncey billups billups or jack ramsey or jack mckinney or all the coaches we've had over the years and i i will dwell on those moments going down the line i i'm i am going to miss it there's no doubt about it because i loved to do the broadcasts and now I'm not going to be able to do that. It's up to you, brother. Well, I wanted to ask you about that because whether I'm sitting in that chair or somebody else is sitting on that chair, for the rest of time, that is your chair. So what advice do you have for me, borrowing that chair for now? Tell the story of the game. Tell them where the ball is as much as you can. It's a fast game, up and down. But if you can, the people, the theater of the mind, for some reason, if you tell them where the ball is, and they can picture that in your mind. you got to do it in a hurry. That I know, and you can't do it every time. But something like that, you guys are doing a terrific job, and just keep on going, man. I appreciate that very much. June 5th, 1977, one of the most important days in Northwest sports history and Portland history and Trailblazers history, the day the Trailblazers won the championship. If you can take us back to that moment, the moment the clock hit zero and the Trailblazers win the championship, we've heard the words so many times, but do you remember the feeling? Oh, it was it was awesome. I I could feel it coming on, and I, I just knew that the Blazers were going to make that shot. And lo and behold, they did, and won the game, won uh, the the whole thing. They're the champions of the, of the world, and whatever came out of my mouth just came out of my mouth at that time. There was uh, all those people just jammed the floor. You couldn't move. You couldn't do anything. Uh, it, it was tough. It, it was so, so nice. And they gave me a ring, which I wear all the time. I'm very happy about that. I used to tell people around, they saw the ring and everything. And I said, yeah, I'd like to stick, stick around until they win another one. But they better hurry. <laughs> and they haven't done it since those years. <laughs> Well, hopefully someday soon. Mr. Shonley, it's it's a pleasure to speak with you. You've been nothing but gracious with your time to me, and I'll always appreciate that. Uh, you are revered in this town for a reason, and I'm, I'm lucky and honored to be borrowing the chair that belongs to you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Travis, for uh, having me on. Let's hope 
there's a good game coming up tonight.